And now, a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Samaj Music Group, a Louisiana-based independent record label bringing to you all original music with that Louisiana sound. Their genre includes rap, R&B, hip-hop, funk, and pop. To get a feel for their sound and featured artists added to your playlist, be sure to go follow them on Instagram at Samaj Music Group and Facebook for updates and up-and-coming projects today. Samaj Music Group. Strategic Peoples, a Louisiana-based music production team specializing in audio, visuals, and media. This group is also well-diverse and can get to work on your next up-and-coming album projects. Be sure to check out strategicpeoples.com today and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Peoples. For anything music, think Strategic Peoples. You're listening to One Sound, One Scene Podcast, a Strategic Peoples production where we highlight and promote entrepreneurs, startup businesses, independent music, and creators while offering information and inspiration on topics everyone can relate to. Thanks for tuning in to One Sound, One Scene, representing the 337, the flatlands of Lafayette, Louisiana. It's your girl's name, Marie. And your girl, Daisha Nicole. Be sure to go to our website at onesoundonescene.buzzsprout.com on your mobile web device. Hit the subscribe button in the top right-hand corner of the screen to get updates on new episodes. You can also subscribe on YouTube at One Sound, One Scene. Be sure to hit the bell for notifications for our up-and-coming shows and to catch up on past episodes. How you doing today, Chicken? Girl, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, looking good. Hey. What about you, baby? I'm great, girl. Today's topic is accountability. Mm. I like accountability. I do, too. You know, um, we got to start holding y'all asses accountable for the <laughs> dumb shit y'all do. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But first, you know, you always have to hold yourself accountable. And for me, you know, when it comes to the life we want for ourselves, the first step in creating that life is called accountability. You know, the definition simply states it's an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. You know, I hear a lot of people say life happens, you know, when things go wrong. But in my personal opinion, it's not life that happens. It's accountability that happens, mm-hmm. you know, because life happens only when action or lack of action is put into motion. Right. So um, think about this. You know, what did you do to create the things that you are now experiencing? Mm-hmm. But hold on. Hold on. Sometimes things happen to us that we never ask for either. How? How so? Okay. Um. So wait, hold on. You're saying everything that we go through in our life or things that happen or things we encountered, we invited that? Not say invited that, but it's either something that you put into motion by a thought or an action, right? Either involuntarily what, 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 or voluntarily. What have you guilty by association? Hey, that's a thought that you put into action involuntarily, right? You remember when I like to so we about, gotta be held accountable for that. Like we gotta doggone right. That's why you have to be mindful of who you hang around with, the things that you invite into your personal space, and the vibes that you allow yourself to vibe out with, because. We are responsible for everything. We are responsible for every single thing, whether we like to believe that or not. You know, think about this. 
um our our minds are like little factories, right? Mm-hmm. I like to talk about that because it gives me like a a, a picture of what I think our minds do, right? Okay. So whatever deposits you make to your factory or entertain your mind with will go to work on your behalf almost immediately. And let me tell you how to recognize that, right? If you think of a thought for at least 17 seconds, another like thought follows that, right? And then those thoughts continue to create the same like thoughts. And before you know it, the belief of whatever it is that you're thinking will grow and magnify and intensify it. And before you know it, you thinking about it. Think about this, like when my children were going to daycare, right? And um, especially when my 12-year-old was going and it was having like all those school shootings and this and that. You, you listen to the news and all of this, right? Sure. And then you start thinking about, man, what if somebody walk into my child daycare, right? And then another thought come up. I used to like consume my day with fear thinking about if somebody walk into my child daycare. And I was literally scared to send him to daycare because I was thinking about that all the time. So you're saying if something would have happened in the daycare... It's kind of like your fault. Not really say your fault, but I believe that you contribute to that. That's just my thinking. So so that don't have nothing to do with life happens. You saying that is solely on you because of your thoughts. You invited that kind of energy. You invited all that negativity, whatever, whatever, into your life, you into al- your kids' yep. life and all of that. I believe that you allow you allow your you allow that life to happen to you, if that makes sense. I believe that wholeheartedly. I don't want to go so biblical with it, but example. So is a man think so is he? Yes. Playing softball, girl. I had broke my knee, right? Mm-hmm. My knee was broken, girl. I seen the x-ray. Kneecap behind my leg, right? Mm-hmm. They rushed me off to the hospital, take the x-rays, it's broken. The whole time we get that, I am telling the doctor, I am not accepting the fact that my knee is broken. Okay. I'm praying, my mama praying. Look, girl, I, it was so bad to where, like, they barely moved me, right? Mm-hmm. I was screaming and hollering in there. From the time that the man put me on the x-ray table, I, he went out to snap the little picture or whatever. Girl, I'm praying, I'm praying, and I'm just, like, concentrating on my mom or whatever, just praying and praying and praying. I'm like, I'm not accepting this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I didn't feel anything happen to my leg. When I looked down, when I tell you my knee was back in place. Mm. When that man came back inside of the x-ray room, I was standing up on the side of the table. He almost passed out. Hmm. No explanation. He was like, what happened? What's going on? I said, don't worry about it. Got here, my leg. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whatever you allow, like, how, how if you want to get back to biblical, have the fate of the mustard seed. I don't know. I just feel like to a certain degree, we could say that. I just can't feel like every single thing. I believe that wholeheartedly. I used to be like you, not to say that, you know. No, I mean, that's that's cool. Anything like like that. I used to be like you. Like, nah, nah, nah. But, like, when I start elevating my thinking, I start reading and exposing my mind to different things, like, I'm able to see, yeah, I can change this with my thoughts. Boom, 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 boom. When they say the law of attraction, that is real. Yeah, I mean, I, I do believe that to a certain degree, though. Okay, so something, okay, right now, if something bad happened to your husband, you feel like you don't feel like life happened. You don't feel like you get to say that. Let me tell you something. 
I don't believe anything happens for no reason. Everything happens for a divine reason, a divine purpose. At that point in time, we may not understand why it's happening, but it's happening because it's a part of the process. It's supposed to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I do believe that we are creators and whatever the choices that we make create the things that the fruits in our life and the things that we produce in life. Mm -hmm. So because we are creators, I do believe that you have the power to change things and allow things to happen the way you want them to happen. To a certain degree, though, I think. Mm. Like, like, (laughs) I disagree. Like to say, say, because you're saying it's not that it's not life that happens. It's a kind of ability that happens to a certain degree. I feel. Give me an example. Like, I, I just said it. Like, if something was to happen to your husband or your kids or whatever, you feel like that's on you? No, I feel like that's something that they invited. You understand what I'm saying? Example. So, but 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 on your end, life happened, though. Like, you get to say if you, if you, you know, if you get into a little rough patch or you got to, you know, whether that storm, you got to try to figure out how you're going to deal with it. You, in that particular moment, you get to say life happened because life happens. It does happen. I'm talking about for our own personal experiences, right? I'm not talking about like with my child going through and I got to deal with it because of him. I'm talking about for like your own personal experiences, the, the things that you create or create by default, whatever you want to call it, your own personal experiences. I believe accountability happens. That's my belief. Okay. We're going to have to. We, yeah. We're we, we going to chop it up when we finish <laughs> like with this. this. I like we this. Yeah, yeah I, I believe accountability happened. And be, I can say that because I've been through some things. So I, when I changed my thought, mm-hmm. those things were completely erased out of my life. Right. So, like, sometimes people may not understand it because they, they may not have experienced that. The mind is so powerful. Y'all, we only use, like, maybe 10% of our mind. Just think if we can tap into 20, 30, 40, 50% of our mind, how much more things that we can create. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I'm very protective of who I circle myself around, because I believe in things called energy suckers. Mm-hmm. And they come they come with an agenda and they come to take you down. And a lot of them don't even know that they're energy suckers. Right. right. And so that's why I like handpick my people. I'm selective. Mm, if the vibe not right, I ain't messing with you. You already know how I'm coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, look, we talked about that the other day. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, yeah, but, like, if you think of something at least 17 seconds or longer, another like thought is going to come, right? I believe that, too. So you have to be prepared for whatever the outcome that that produces and be accountable for it. You know, we are all familiar with the phrase, whatever you sow, you reap. Mm -hmm. That phrase is not for nothing. You know, we all have the power to create life in the way we want it. So once you recognize that you are accountable for your thoughts and actions on a daily basis and keep that in the forefront of your mind, then you can start creating your desired life on purpose and not by default. You see, when you create on default, you get the results you want some of the time, you know, which a lot of people refer to as luck, you know. Um, but whenever you're intentionally creating, you put in uh, together a blueprint of the results that you want to see in the near future, and uh, a lot of people get lost when it comes to um, that intentionally creative process, you know, for a few reasons. The lack of belief, mm-hmm. you know, the power is in their own minds, you know. Um, one may be patience, you know, they may have the instant gratification mindset. The waiting on God syndrome is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. That's in my opinion. 
I do believe that God is the ultimate creator. But if we create it in his own image, then that means he gives us the ability to create as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a difference between casting your worries off, which most of us refer to as prayer. And then moving forward and taking action versus casting your worries off and not moving and literally waiting on a miraculous miracle, you know, to be performed on your behalf. So I believe that um, that is one of the biggest downfalls and misconceptions amongst mankind today because people tend to forget that faith without works is dead. Right. Which also means that belief without action is null and void. So for me, once I gravitated and I understood the power of accountability, I was able to accept the life that I created and know that everything around me, including the people, uh, the money, the knowledge, the happiness, the career, etc., which makes up my life today, you know, it's all because of me and my actions and knowing that I can create something different. If I chose to keep me inspired, excited, and extremely optimistic about life and every adversity I have faced thus far in my life. You know, I want to bring this back to my biblical roots, you know, because I don't want anyone listening to think uh, that I'm leaving God out and miss exactly what I'm saying because this is super important and vital for your growth as a human being. You know, God gives us free will and every action has a consequence, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. And then I know that everything that I do is because God allows me to do it. Let's be clear on that. So with that being said, he's allowing us as people to create the life that we desire, because if it wasn't so, then we wouldn't have those desires to begin with. So my life didn't begin to change until I realized that I'm a creator and I'm accountable for every single thought. And my life is a reflection of all the things that I have mentally, physically created thus far. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Now, and I, as a, as you're talking, I'm thinking about it. It's making more sense now because I think, I think the whole thing threw me off when you say, like life just don't happen. It's more of accountability, and mm-hmm. you know what we're inviting into our lives and yeah, and all that good stuff. But it threw me when you just say like life don't happen. Right. Because I do believe that certain <laughs> Yeah, life yeah. does happen yeah. to us and we, and we really can't control certain things that happen. So that's what threw me. So that's what I was really trying to understand. But as you started talking and explaining it more, now I see yeah. what you're saying as far as an individual. Right. And w- where you're trying to go in in your life and what you're trying to do like we kind of have control over what's going to happen. Right. I, I get that part now, but yeah. when you was like, life just don't like a girl. Yeah, yeah that's like why that, I like wanted to break it down. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm talking about individual <laughs> things. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So that's why it's super important to train your mind and wash your brain. You right. know, wash mm-hmm. your brain regularly with things that influence personal growth, positive mental stimulation, and a circle of mentors are people that can add value to you in return. You and know? also, and people that can also hold you accountable, right, too. Right. But you know what, too, Elaine? You know what I think, too? I think that we're sometimes too lazy. I could agree. Like, because when you're holding yourself accountable comes change. Right. And that can be scary for a lot of people. Yeah, and and we don't want to deal with that. And we, very uncomfortable. Yes, and we don't want to deal with that. And it's easier to. Ju- I, I always say that it's easy to do nothing. Right. 
Right. So I think that, it, and it's also easier to put the blame on other people. Exactly. My life is like this because of you. Right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Using so, people as the scapegoat and right. then you cop out and then now you have mm-hmm. a reason. Well, you know, I'm like this because of you and the blame is not on you. And now you're feeling better about yourself, but better in the sense that I can go back to being lazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. And continue to get those results because it's not my fault. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, ways you can do this. And I'm talking about like personal development and things like that. It's to read books or listen to influential podcasts such as this one. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> or use social media to your advantage and follow groups or people who is doing or going in the same direction you want your life to go. So stay away from negative energy and energy suckers, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. by all means necessary. Because you'll be acting out in a way that you may not even recognize and bring things into your life because you're creating by default. Mm -hmm. So stay away from negative influences, negative people. That's a detrimental to not only your growth, but a detrimental to your life. Because sometimes you can get pulled so far deep to where you don't even recognize it until you didn't hit rock bottom. And you don't know what rock bottom going to cost you. Right. So that's just my take on it. You got anything else you want to add? Oh, uh, no. I think you done uh, dibbled and dabbled um, yeah. for, the, for the most part. I just think, I, I just want to say this one thing as far as relationships. I think we need to start holding each other um, accountable more in relationships mm-hmm. as far as um, what you're going to accept and how people are going to treat you. Um, because it's going to challenge your partner mm-hmm. to do better. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes um, we're into this whole, um, it's like a cycle. It's a, it's a norm. It's a routine to, to, to disrespect women. It's a routine or it's something, it's learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Some little some generational curses. Yeah, that's a whole nother yeah. show. Girl, look, I'm trying to keep my mouth lip. Look, I can't even say it, my lip pressed tight. Yeah, because if I go into saying anything, I don't open up another show. Yeah, so we gonna do a show based on relationships. Okay, I got a whole lot to say about those things. But I just wanna, I just wanted to say that too because I feel like we need to. I mean, even. Not, and not only um, relationships like with your partner, even with your friends, I feel like we need to hold each other accountable uh, right. to do better. Right. You know, hey, you say you was going you, you to be this kind of person. I see you slipping. Yeah. You yeah. say you was, gonna, you was rocking like this. You're you going the other way. Look what I, look what I tell you know what uh, I mean? Broderick and, you know, like my friends and that's people that's in my close circle. If you see me slip in front of me, put yeah. me on front street. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that's going to help me. And if you love me like you say you do, you ain't going to let me fall and slip. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, put me on front street. Front street may not be comfortable, but that's where I need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, like I started, girl, I started exercising again today. Ooh, child. But I felt good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's another thing. When you do something positive, another positive action take course. So after I exercised today, girl, I was feeling so good. I said, uh-uh, I'm not eating. I'm going to get me a smoothie. I ain't stopped running around laughing yet till I find my smoothie that I wanted. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm going to exercise again tonight. But it's just to say, if I wouldn't have took the step of waiting on Monday, that waiting on Monday syndrome and Monday never comes. I was like, no. Because when Monday get hit, be like, you're another reason why you can't. So I say, you know what? Damn Monday. I'm starting tomorrow. Tomorrow is this day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get it done. You know, I'm going to get it done. It don't have to be on a Monday. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because if I allow that 
to keep on going in that way, then I have another reason why. Oh, I don't feel sexy. Oh, I feel fat. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. wear my shirt. And then you look, more complaints come. And then more complaints come. And then before you know it, you're depressed. You're upset. Now your partner's suffering because you feeling unsexy and you don't mm-hmm. want to give him none or whatever the case may be. No, do something about it. I was complaining to Brad. I was like, oh, Shay, I don't feel... Um, I don't feel good right now. He's like, what you talking about? I say, I didn't gain about 20, 25 pounds in the last year. He say, do something about it. Mm. Very subtly. You don't like it? Do something about it. I say. And you be mad yet because you be looking at him. Like, but you, I wasn't you know mad. Right I said, I said, I said yeah. I'm going to do something. That's how I was. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you. Yeah, I'm going to show you. Something. And look, I woke up this morning. I did something about it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I just hope that this, uh, guys, encourage some maybe some healthy dialogue, maybe start thinking of things a little bit more, uh, if y'all need some stuff, stuff that helped me uh, open up my mind to other perspectives and about the accountability thing. I started getting into the law of attraction. Um, I was studying Abraham Hicks. You can find her on YouTube. Um, there's books about it, the law of attraction. There's also a law of attraction video. Uh, I think Netflix had it for the longest time. Um, but it really opens your mind to the law of attraction. And you think like things and those thoughts keep on coming in. Before you know it, you done created a life. But at the same time, you know, a, a lot of people, they don't want to dibble and dabble because they're Christian. You know, and I'm not going to lie, I fought with that for the longest time. But then I had to understand that if you even go back to the biblical sense, God created us in his own image. He's a creator and so are we. Mm-hmm. Right. So just because that there are laws like universal laws, that don't mean that, you know, God is not the creator of that either. Right. So um, that's going to be the end of this segment, guys. Um if you have any more questions about this, feel free to inbox us, you know, or whatever. Get with us and, you know, maybe we could have some more dialogue about it. But um, I hope that this inspires someone, maybe, you know, open up a healthy perspective for you to start talking about it and start understanding who you are as a human being and know that you don't have to have the life that you have. If you're not happy with it, you can change that, right? I feel like if you was blessed with another day, that day is another day to change that. Hit the reset button. So the world constantly evolves, guys, and so should you. Well, this is the end of this segment, guys. Up next, we have our music break. We have a song from Incredible Fall Guys titled All In off his latest album, The Lost Files. Be sure to check out his album on all online platforms such as Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, and Google Play. Stay tuned. I got a clip from the thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, fall in. They people when we pull up, they think that we ball in. But when you rollin' with a ship, look that in no solve in. I got a clip full of thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, fall in. They people when we pull up, they think that we ball in. But when you rollin' with a ship, look that in no solve in. My team is laced up and all in Supervising the streets, we be shot, call in Real paper, go get us to get it, no stall in Push around, leg weight, we odd ten, haul in They feeling the swagger, they got them girls calling I live in leverage, do get comfortable, they think we ball in Wide frame, on the whip, and inches be crawling Got them in 
infatuated like a leech that they fall in. If you riding with a goon, I advise to fall in. All aboard the ice train, even your idol, y'all in. Take a journey through the flesh, he was heated and ballin'. All haters restricted, so ain't no letting y'all in. I got a clip from the thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, fall in. They beat the movie, pull up, they think that we ballin'. But when you rollin' with a chef, the dad ain't no solving. I got a clip full of thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, all in. They beat the movie, pull up, they think that we ballin'. But when you rollin' with a chef, the dad ain't no solving. You can catch me in the kitchen, the chef whippin' it up. Might twerkin' in the oven, I'm pirates dishin' it up. A workin' stove top, I black skillin' it up. Had a hit of bacon soda to fluff it and get it up. I'm movin' to the block, I handle the shipping up. Extra charge for the cause, I handle my business, bruh. That's the text of delivery, gotta get it heated up. Gas price on the rise in my ride, I gotta fill it up. Might turn a couple corners, I'm going gripping it up. In the styrofoam cup, the mud sippin' it up. And we swingin' on foes, you know we tippin' it up. If you feelin' like we feelin', then come on and get with us, live it up. I got a clip from the thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, fall in. They beat the movie, pull up, they think that we ballin'. But when you rollin' with a chef, look that ain't no solvin'. I got a clip full of thugs, we all in. If you a paper, go get it, then get it live, fall in. They beat the movie, pull up, they think that we ballin'. But when you rollin' with a chef, look that ain't no solvin'. We need a dress code. Black hat, black shirt, black shades, black Chabot jeans, white socks, black jeans, black Impala, Fodo Chevrolet, SSO, yes, compliments of courtesy. Black windows to block the sun rays, black bumper to bumper, so I balance the day. I hit the throttle just to crank my gaze. PSI boost 10 plus 148. The guts creamed up, leather plus all laid with the black flow mats, headliner all suede, factory rimmed up. Still polling, my squad is all in every day, all day. I got a clip from the thugs, we all in. If you were paper, go get it, then get it live, all in. We hope you enjoyed the music segment. If you're vibing with the songs featured on today's show, be sure to show support to those artists. Support means a like, a follow, a share, a stream, or a comment. And sometimes it don't take nothing for y'all to do it. Just do it. But you know what makes me mad? Let me just say this. Let me just add this real quick. When I see y'all on Instagram sharing and liking and comment on them celebrity pages that y'all don't even rock with like that. Exactly. Y'all just trying to be seen. Exactly. But y'all can't so not to look me so y'all can't show support. For a local. For a local. Lafayette's finest. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Show some damn, put some damn respect on it. On Lafayette name. Shit. <laughs> Birdman your ass. For real. <laughs> If you like what we're doing and want to be a part of our movement and support the show, please go to one sound one seeing Click on the episode under the player. There are icons there, so be sure to hit the heart icon to the far right or go directly to patreon.com forward slash one sound one scene. There you will get exclusive info on what is offered to our aspire, inspire, and pour into other supporters and how your support will benefit what we do. We appreciate you and thank you for any level of support, guys. Also, there you will find our bloopers, our mess-ups, our side conversations. You'll get to know us a little bit better. Guys, you'll be surprised by some of the things that we talk about. 
So uh, you're going to have to go to Buzzsprout and um, tune in to find out the things that we talk about. And now, guys, it's time for our music business tip of the day. The importance of adding value as an artist. Adding value in the professional sense simply means you as an artist possess or supplies something that people will pay to either see, hear, or have. Examples of this. Giving a viable show. When customers pay a ticket price for anything, they expect to get something of value in return, right? A valuable show, in my professional opinion, is a well-rehearsed performance. It doesn't include the artist lip syncing their own song and not knowing all the words. You know, I can go to karaoke night for all that and stay home and listen to YouTube for all that and have a better experience. It pains me to go pay a ticket and see artists performing a song, their song, and they forget the lyrics. They don't come with a show tape. And when I mean a, a, a show tape, I just mean like, their their soundtrack of their music with the chorus and the ad-libs. That's a show track, a show tape, right? So if you as an artist want to be treated like a professional and start getting paid gigs, you need to have a well-rehearsed, undeniable performance and stop giving away your shows for free. You have to demand the fear of loss when it pertains to consumers, for example, if someone misses your show but can watch the whole performance on social media for free, why would they come and have that experience and pay a ticket fee? So my advice would be to stop allowing people to record your, your show and promote your performance before and after the show and let the people talk on your behalf about how good you were so the next time the ones that miss it will be will make sure that they're in the building to pay a ticket fee. And that's how you increase your value. Another way is respecting and taking care of the music culture. This is one of the most important things. You know, you have to take care of the music culture. That means absolutely no fighting or arguing at a show. It's a huge no-no. And it will discourage people like myself who will pay a ticket price to never come see your show again. And let's be honest, we all want to make it back home at the end of the day. And the culture suffers because of it. You know, so when people think of going out to a local concert or show, the first thing that comes to mind is the last encounter they were involved in and may not go. Solely because of that argument or fight that they witnessed. And now other artists who does nothing like that takes the hit or the loss because of it. And then that's when you hear things like the community don't come out and support or they have their people pick, etc., etc. So just be mindful of that and take care of the culture. As an artist, stay away from venues that does not require an audition of some sort and that requires a fee to perform, right? As a performing artist, you are supposed to get paid a performance royalty every single time you perform live, with the exception of maybe a showcase or something of that magnitude, right? Because showcases, you normally get something in return of value for that. So most showcases, you know, you will have to pay some type of fee to get uh, put up in the lineup to be able to perform at that showcase. So I wouldn't say, you know, be expecting to get paid from that. But yeah, 
So you're supposed to get paid royalties every single time you perform live. That is your intellectual property, guys. So stop giving it away for free. I spoke about that on the last episode. If you missed it, you as an artist is not only going to promote that venue, but you are also bringing business to that venue because you are performing. So why are you the only one not getting paid? Right? No mainstream artist will come and perform for free or pay a fee for that matter. So what makes you different? Okay, hold on. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What are they trying to get themselves out there? They, and they just want to be seen. Like, Let me tell you something. When we first started Samaj, mm-hmm. we ain't never paid. There were clubs that wanted us to pay, and we said, no, we ain't paying to perform. So we started going to events and venues that allowed us to perform because they understood the value that we was bringing to the table, and nobody knew about Samaj at all. But did you guys get paid for it? No, we didn't get paid for it. But what we did was we understood the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We understood what we was gaining, right? At that time, we wasn't worried about money. We was trying to build the following in the crowd. So we didn't worry about money at that time because we were getting a, a free building. We were making money off of merchandise. We were making money off of food, right? And sometimes we even got the dough cut. So we weren't worrying about them saying, okay, we're going to pay a royalty fee. That was our give and take, right? We was gaining more than we was giving, if that makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. That's what I'm just you saying. You got to like negotiate. Some, like sometimes it's okay to just, you know, yeah, just you put yourself out put there. Put yourself out there. But, you know, if you're performing at big venues and you have a big following, ain't no way as an artist you're supposed to be paying to perform. Not supposed to be paying to perform. That's a no-no. No. When you say a big venue, like, what do you mean? Like, like a club. Somebody, like somebody nice... coming out, like, so they open in for somebody? Like, that's what you're saying? Like, some. let me say something. The mentality out here, like, when we were trying to get downtown, I'm not going downtown, I'm not going to name any clubs, but there were certain clubs that was like, well, you have to pay if you want to perform, like, for 10 minutes or whatever, $100, whatever the case may be. We was like, no, we're not paying to perform. Right? Because we have value that we're bringing to the table. You're going to make money on the drinks. You're going to get money off the tickets at the door. So what are we gaining? But because they felt like you was just local and you wasn't, you really didn't matter. Right. You owe us. So I what, don't owe y'all. So what we did was we understood our value and we figured out another way. And we raised the bar. Okay. That's what I, we did. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's you other want, ways around it. You want them that. to know their value. Right. You're just going to be out there performing. But but I'm just saying, like, what if that's an opportunity for them to get and be seen by somebody big? You know what I mean? That's what I was talking about. Like, if it's a showcase or something like yeah. that, or, if you know, like, it's an industry night where they may require some type of fee, then that's a little different because you, you're going to, you stand the chance to grow from that and make something. But I'm just talking about it, just like a regular club night and you're trying to perform your music out there and all of this and that. I suggest don't pay nothing because at the end of the day, the venues is supposed to be paying you a royalty fee. Right. No, I feel I feel what you're saying. Right. I feel what you're saying. So it's all about... But they, I just think they got people out here. They hungry. Yeah. And they're they, they, they going to do anything to be seen. And they're going to pay it. Like, it don't right. even matter. Like, I, I want to be seen. I want to be heard. But a lot of those people, they're getting whipped by the pen, so to speak, or because of the lack of knowledge. And they don't know the power that they possess as an artist. Right. And I feel like that's what I want to bridge the gap with. 
because that's power in what artists do, right? Mm -hmm. The venues need the artists, in my opinion. Right. So, you know, especially if you possess all the qualities that I just mentioned here, there is no way that you shouldn't be looking at yourself as a professional. I need you guys to understand that. You have to look at yourself as a professional. Think of yourself as a professional, and then you will get treated as a professional. Right? Venues that doesn't require an audition of some sort, again, may not be something you want to be involved with because you, you may have to be mindful about a few things. The type of venue may not be a good fit for you, right? Because you need to know the audience you're catering to. And without auditions, whether live or pre-recorded auditions, they can't tell you whether or not it's a waste of your time because their customers may not even enjoy what you bring into the table as an artist, mm -hmm. right? So they may be allowing you to perform there solely to bring bodies through the door and to promote the venue. Otherwise, they'd be interested in knowing what you bring to the table so it can benefit both ways. So, you know, you have to keep all them things in mind when booking gigs and you're out there performing. Always remember to add value to yourself and to the culture, because when the local music scene wins, everybody wins. But it takes enough people to care about it enough and raise the standards in order for that to happen. You know. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's music tip. If you need anything, feel free to contact me. I do offer free consultations and would be happy to help. I hope I added some value. I hope I added some type of knowledge or whatever it is. If you have any questions, like I said, reach out to me, inbox me, and I'd be happy to correspond with you on some things about that. All right? So if you're an independent artist with positive music and would like your music featured on our up-and-coming shows, uh, be sure to email us an MP3 file of sample-free radio versions of your original music and your social links to onesoundonescene at gmail.com. Please note that any music that does not meet all the criteria mentioned will not be featured on the show. If you have an inspiring story and would like to be a guest or to have your business or creation featured on our show, please hit the heart icon at the bottom of this video. If you're using the Buzzsprout platform, YouTube listeners, be sure to go to patreon.com slash one sound one scene if you're interested and need more details. Let's get social and be a part of our community. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at one sound one scene to stay in the know about what's up and coming. And if you like hanging with us, be sure to tune in every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. for new episodes at onesoundonescene.buzzsprout.com or on YouTube at onesoundonescene. Guys, we are also at TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher. That's right, Stitcher. You can also find us on all those other platforms, guys. Well, guys, this concludes episode three of our show. It's been super fun. Thanks so much for tuning in at One Sound, One Scene podcast. Closing us out is a song from Billy I.B. featuring Scotty ATL, guys, titled Quagmire. You can find Billy on Instagram and Twitter at Billy I.B. Always remember, if you're helping enough people get what they want, you will always get what you want. Aspire, inspire, and pour into others, guys. Until next time, folks, one sound, one scene, we are out. Yeah, I'm a 
9-3, baby. She driving me crazy. On these like I'm Quagmire. She just trying to save me. You ain't gang. You a damn liar. We come like the Navy. I might vote for Pedro. Cause my friends out the ages. You can get the long finger if they ever try to play me. Yeah. And my come for the loot. And I put my heart in the boots. I wear tux playing space. You better follow suit. And if it's beef, Metropolitan, we run the shoot. She be tripping. She wear up. She can get the boot. She won't bad, she f for the school. Turn the block to Mardi Gras, we might drop your roof. Mama in that Uber, I'm trying to get her a building. Cool, I grind for two. So my baby rich before he 22. Good gas, that's jet living. I smoke like I'm smoking for two. These weak, probably change if they sign to you. Smoking whites with the tall whites. Stuff all in the reach divine heights. Kanye, the UFOs, if they flash lights. Just got a tat on the face just for the fast life. Nature, so if I crash, then I crash twice. Money, stack tall, ain't got time to call. Honey, quagmire when I get the draws. Stunning, like I'm babyhood superstar. And you ain't smelling, I seal it off in the jar. Money, stack tall, ain't got time to call. Honey, quagmire when I get the draws. Stunning, like I'm babyhood superstar. And you ain't smelling, I seal it off in the jar. Money, stack tall, ain't got time to call. Honey, quagmire when I get the draws. Stunning, like I'm babyhood superstar. And you ain't smelling shit, I seal it off in a jar. Money, stack tall, ain't got time to call. Honey, quagmire when I get the draws. Stunning, like I'm babyhood superstar. I seal it off in the jar. Thank you.